Yo. I see my name up in lights. Go hard or go home. No slacking in my sector. Just forget about the fortune. Forget about the fame. Speak your truth and let that be the reason Can they you remember your name. You know what that means. Welcome to an all-new Max Wrestling, episode 414. This is your captain speaking, along with El Jefe, Moses Marquez. Coming up tonight, Elimination Chamber predictions. Where is the switchblade headed? AEW heads to Texas, and our side of things, we hear from the Demoness. The Queen of the Shadows has something to say for her promo-mania opponent, DC, Daniel Crimmins. That's never a good thing when you uh, have the Demoness's attention. <laughs> <clears throat> but before we begin, hit that subscribe button on youtube.com slash maxwrestling. Follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Don't forget to visit maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com for all your Max Wrestling needs. Okay. So, like we said, we're jumping into Elimination Chamber predictions this week. Um, kind of a speed bump on the road to WrestleMania, but, I mean, it's not a bad lineup, really. No, not so. I mean, not... not uh... Honestly, I'm I'm very captivated with the main event, and yes. I, I and it's hard not to be. You know what I mean? Especially after that fucking little interaction on Monday night. By the way, thank you WWE. By the way, for finally giving me a product worth watching on a Monday. Right. I was bored as shit, and that was a good episode of Raw. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, the uh, the segment with Cody and Sammy was just straight fire. To uh, borrow a phrase from <laughs> Becky Lynch. We always give shit about Cody, you know, oh, he can't he can't go a match without gigging, he can't do this, but the guy cuts fucking promos, bud. Ugh. Like, come on. Like you gotta give credit where it's due, and he cuts them great. Yeah, um was it last week I think we were talking about you never quite know when MJF is blurring the lines. Um Oh, this fucking guy. Oh, okay. So you brought him <laughs> up. So my wife, and cause I guess this motherfucker hit TikTok with this shit. My wife comes up to me and she's like, is this true? And I'm like, the promo or the whole thing? And she's like, is it a promo? And I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, well, what, what do you know? I was like, that's a very similar story to what happened to John Jones. And she's like, the MMA fighter? I was like, yeah. I was like, but he was fucking ripped on cocaine and all kinds of other shit. And he fucking slammed his shit into a tree. You know, I was like, in the story, it's the same thing, except all he did was add the dramatics of, oh, wait, hey, you're alive. Bleep. Which, I mean, is not any fucking better, but I was like, no, uh, but I was like, that's, that's what he does. He blurs the lines. You know, he's, he is, I, I was like, I was like, you won't get this reference, but I, I will tell it to everybody. I was like, you're Roddy. He's Roddy Piper and Ric Flair. He is, he can get your attention. He's got the dumb catchphrases. He's overly flamboyant where you have to pay attention to him, but he's so fucking raw like Piper was. That it's like, you don't know, like, dude, is this guy shooting right now? You know what I mean? Or, like, what is going on? Yeah, which brings us to Cody, because he's very raw on the mic, too. And I don't think you can ever tell when Cody's cutting a promo or shooting or whatever, but he's just so flawless on the mic, and he's such a great storyteller. He he is, to me, he's like his dad, but more understandable. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like hey, you got to listen to what he has to say, but you're like, you, you don't always look at your friend. What happened? What did he said? You got to finish your story, said? baby. I'm gonna tell you, baby. And the big boy play. I'm like, oh, okay. 
Um, and then you had just straight up passion from Sami Zayn. Um, I know it's been it's kind of been compared to Daniel Bryan's road to WrestleMania exactly ten years ago, almost ten years ago actually. Yes. Um, and there's obviously similarities. Them being underdogs, and Sami Zayn is now flowing with hair and a beard. Just like Daniel Bryan was. I was just going to say, um, I was like, a way to make it just like, here we go, carbon copy. But Ish. those are the vibes I'm getting. Like, Batista wasn't really the bad guy in that situation. He just won, he just came back and won the Rumble. He, he was, didn't have he any was the odd man out, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and Cody's the same. He's stuck in the middle. He just wants to go to WrestleMania, win the title. He doesn't want to get in Sami Zayn's way. No. Um, but Sami Zayn is now desperately seeking a way to beat Roman Reigns and be at WrestleMania. So those are the vibes I got from that promo. It was very Daniel Bryan-esque um, of early Yes Movement. Oh, no, uh, a, a thousand percent. I mean, I've even said, I think I've said before that Sami is definitely portraying this year's, you know, fucking super underdog. He is the Sammy. We have to we have to put him in the main event. What do you mean we can't put him in the main event? No, we have to put him in the main event. We got to figure out a way to put him in the main event. Um, you know, and it just goes on and on. I, I mean, I don't I really think so. I think it should absolutely turn into a triple threat. Mm-hmm. But how are you gonna make that happen? You know what I mean? Like there's there's weird scenarios, and then the reality is. Let, or let me let the reality. I guess the question I re, I really have at hand is, do we want Sammy to win it, or do we would we rather just have him beat Roman? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm I'm for both, but I'm saying if we can get a way where he beats pretty much like the entire bloodline by himself, like say it's a one on one, like fucking okay, hold on, fantasy book the shit out of this shit. Cody wins at Mania, which if that doesn't happen, I'm not going to be surprised, but I, I I mean, I'm still going to pop regardless. So say Cody wins at, at Mania. I think the next pay-per-view after that is, or live event, whatever, um, is Backlash, I think. Uh, yeah, the WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah, okay. So that's where you have like Roman and Sammy like, do it in a cage. And then like, Every Uso will like jump in and get super kicked or jump in and get beat, you know, beat the shit. And that's a way for Sammy to like beat everybody. Or, you know, he can get help from Jimmy. You know, he can get help from the Oost that turned. You know what I'm saying? He can get help from a lot of people that we could, they, we could, this whole thing could be spun a weird way. And if you really want to put any kind of gold on Sammy during this transition, then his match at Mania is for the tag titles. Him and Kevin against, you know, what, what Jimmy and, or was it Jay and uh, Solo? Yeah, Jay and Jimmy. I think I've brought this up. I, I think the problem is fans aren't going to accept anything less than main event for Sammy. No, I, I'm not with that. I, I trust, I trust me. I get it. I get it. But I'm like, I don't really know. I mean, it is a two night thing. Yeah. But, and, and I, ha- I hear DC in my head right now. If they would just split up the belts, if they would just split up the belt, they're not going to. And it fucking sucks. It does. Because if you did endless possibilities, there's actual possibilities now. You know what I mean? You can have two champs. You can have these multiple dream matches. You're not stuck to who's the guy that's going to beat Roman and, oh, I don't want him to do it. I want him to do it. I don't want her to do it. I want them to do it. And it's, it's, that's, that's the argument right now. And it's, it's, it sucks. You know what I mean? Because I'm all for Cody winning it all, but fucking Sammy is that motherfucker's on fire, man. 
He's yeah. undeniable right now. And uh, we we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I think, fancy booking of having a triangle match and two falls. And mm-hmm. we posted that on TikTok. It's surprising how many people still deny Sami Zayn. Like, sure, you can a... hear the reactions we're hearing, right? The funny thing about TikTok is they, a lot of them are in love with Roman. And it's not like a, oh my God, we must follow the drone. It is, they have, they have gone full investment. And it, and it's like, you know, like the same way I've gone like a full investment with like Kevin Owens and all that, you know what I mean? Like you've gone, you've done your history. You've been willing to stick to them through the thick and thin. You know, I was cheering Kevin Owens on during the fucking United States title run where he looked like a weirdo and everything about it sucked. And, but I was there, I was all about it. And they're about him right now. Roman's on top and he is the one and the tribal chief and acknowledge him the whole nine. And on TikTok, they will suck some Roman, you know what? Yeah. But I mean, yes, there are some out there that are, are undenying Sammy, but then, that, but then at the same time, you have that woke well, is Cody rightfully the guy he's got to do the thing for his parents and the, or his dad and the this and the that and it, but this is good. When was the last time we had any of this kind of heat building up to a fucking mania? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like we said before, it was some pretty much set in stone that Cody was going to main event WrestleMania, win mm-hmm. the title against or face Roman for the title. <clears throat> but I don't think really the whole rise of Sami Zayn necessarily ruins those plans because they have two championships. Exactly. And I know you just said they're not going to do it, but just split the fucking titles. Just split the fucking titles. I'm telling you, it would, it just makes, it makes things easier. It makes things more fun. I'm going to say it. It'll make things more fun. If you have Cody show up uh, the, the, was it, the night after Mania with the WWE Championship and say Sammy shows up on SmackDown with the fucking Universal Championship or, that, or, or heaven forbid Roman because, you know, he didn't lose it or whatever. But, okay, yeah. at least we've got two fucking champs. We have two separate titles. We have two different ways of going for a feud, you know? And if you want to turn around and spin it where a guy goes to both shows and takes both belts, then fine, go ahead and spin that that way. But don't make it last fucking three years. It it makes no sense to have just one world champion when you have a roster as big as WWE and two different brands. Because mm-hmm. so many people are going to come up and rise through the ranks. And we know how fickle fans can be. They jump from bandwagon to bandwagon. They're like, fickle. they want this guy to be world champion. Then they want that guy to be world champion. If you got two world titles, problem solved. Mommy, hey, I want chocolate ice cream. They only have vanilla. I don't want it. AEW would be great if they had two titles for the roster depth that they have because how many times have we watched AEW and been like, eh, this guy should be world champion, but this guy's world champion. I don't want him to lose it yet. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm exactly with you because it's their roster is so bloated. It's like, okay, the E had two champs and they made it work. Why can't, you know, I'm not saying everybody needs to do it in that argument of oh, they have too many titles and not enough time. Okay. And, like, you still get excited when Orange Cassidy fucking comes out with the All-Atlantic, even though it's in a backpack 90% of the time, which is fine. It's protected. Uh, you know, I, I fucking, uh, what's the other guy? The TNT title. I hate that it's on Joe, but, I mean, it's just a build towards fucking Wardlow again. Yeah. Which is weird. Which is weird. That's the thing that's killing me right now. Is like, there's an argument, not an argument. Uh, there's a discussion, because I'm not arguing it. 
uh, going around that uh, fuck what the, Raj something or another put up on on Twitter, oh, and he guy. said yeah, and he said something or another about uh, AEW is the best thing in wrestling. It's not the best thing, but it's the best thing for wrestling. Having it as a second company is the best thing for wrestling. They don't know how to book. They don't know how to make stars. Was the number was the number two thing? I forgot the number mm-hmm. one, but um, a lot of people took heat with that. Oh, what about MJF? What about this? What about that? What about this? What about this? And I'm like, you know, he makes a very good point because you really have to sit down and think about it. MJF is 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 just turned is the same MJF from MLW turned up to a hundred. You know, he got his ability to get put over by bigger names being out of MLW. And then he allowed his promo work to go bananas. You know, Darby, indie fame. Sammy Zay, uh, not Sammy Zay, uh, Sammy Guevara, indie fame. Um, you know, a lot of these, uh, what's, what's, what's another one that they put up? Uh, like, Britt Baker, I could say, is, is, a, is a made star by Tony Khan. But, I mean, like, she's been losing a bunch these last couple of days. She went from being, like, the top, well, not the last couple of days, last couple of weeks. She went from being the overall woman in AEW to she's kind of just there again, which sucks. It sucks, you know what I mean? She fucking built the dog shit out of herself. Out of herself, you know? And I, I guess the only other one would be Jade. Yeah. I guess. Because, I mean, w- Wardlow was up here, dude. We, we, we had a new Goldberg, but uh, better-ish. Much better-ish. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll, okay, I'll give it to you. Much better. And they shit on him. They shit the bed. It's not like he should have went on an undefeated run. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. You fumbled his booking. And now it's literally the ridicule of the internet world of you had a made star in Wardlow who could easily bring in the casual fans and you fucked him over. Now TK is scrambling to put a TNT title on him. And I, I yeah. don't know. Again, I mean, he just looks like a giant carrying cross now without his, without his hair. Just looks like a giant carrying cross. Yeah. Um, I have no doubts they're going to put the title back on Wardlow um, and hopefully fix the damage they did last time because last time it was literally, finally, okay, here's the title. Great. What do we do now? I don't know. Uh, you're going to beat nerds every week. Yeah. Why? Because. That's what I was doing on the rise to the title. Yeah, but that's all we got for you. Just keep beating nerds. It's like, all right. But uh, all right then. So elimination chamber, we have five matches, two chamber matches, uh, one title match. We got a singles match and a mixed tag. So let's kick off with one There's of the an chamber elimination matches. chamber match for the fucking U.S. title. What the shit? This is the thing. We only have one world title, and that's obviously not in the chamber. But because Roman Weird. has to face Sammy, so what are you gonna do for the Raw side? Well, we're gonna have to have a chamber match for the U.S. title. But all right. Sure. I mean, I, I guess it makes the U.S. title look good, but it's just weird seeing, oh yeah, without, without disrespect, mid-card names in the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Um. All right, so Austin Fury is defending against Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and Montez Ford. Oh, yeah. Damn. Like, obviously, really the, obviously, the biggest name in there is Seth Rollins. Um. And I don't know how true it is, but I read something this week that he's a little bit miffed that he's not higher up on the card at Mania. Doesn't currently have Mania plans. Unless he I, is going to be facing Logan Paul. I'm pretty sure that's it's all fucking a ruse. So 
he can be some uh, fucking Logan Paul can show up on a Monday and be like, oh, you want a main event match? Like, oh, fuck you. But it's going to probably happen. Well, so, I well, I don't know. Let me stop myself. I don't know. Because, like, I, I'm still hearing rumors of John coming back. Yeah. So, I don't and know. And he's on the cover of the game. And he's on the game? Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, hell, the, 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 the video game's all about John Cena. Yeah, fucking asshole. So, it'd be John weird. Forever. It would be weird to have all this marketing and publicity for the game and Cena not be part of WrestleMania. Especially yeah. with it being Hollywood, WrestleMania too. Because mm-hmm. he's an actor now. Actor. So, I'm going to rule out Seth. Actually, you know what? Fury retain. I would not be surprised if he sees off all the competition. So yeah, something tells me there. It's like it's going to be one of those things where it's going to end up being like Austin and Seth, and Austin's going to get the upper hand. And Montez, I feel like he's there to do some high flying shit, which is cool. I mean, yeah. good for him. I'm looking at Johnny Gargano. Like, just give it to him. Come on, just come on, just come on. Hey, 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 come yeah, on. That'd be great. I mean, I think him and Austin Theory could have a banger one on one at Mania for like a rematch. Yeah. But then again, that's the only guy, I, I, only other dude I see in it. And I think Theory just won it back. Oh, yeah. Who did he drop it to? It's uh, a good question. Um, I swear, just was it, was it Lashley? I, was it? No, I, no. No? Yes. No. He was yes. feuding with Lashley, and then Brock came in. Yes. Uh, oh, Rollins. It was Rollins. Okay. He lost it to Lashley. Lashley lost it to Rollins. And then Fury beat Rollins for it in triple threat. Sweet. Oh, Um, yeah. Fuck it. Barely. Yeah. Barely at the end of the goddamn month. Okay. Beginning of the month. Okay. Yeah. So this thing is fresh. So, yeah. He's got to keep it. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to rebuild him. And we've all pretty much been saying we like this new Fury. They're doing a good job in rebuilding him after the whole cash in debacle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, give me Fury's retain. Keep making the kid rise. Keep it going, even though I'd really love for it to be Johnny Gargano. Yeah, but we can do that at Mania. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um. All right. Speaking of Lashley and Lesnar, they are one on one. Um, for reasons. Reasons. We've been building this matchup since fucking the mid two thousands. That's why. Goddamn it. Uh, the third time they're facing each other, I believe. And I think they're one-on-one, so this is the rubber match, as we love to rubber say. Uh, I don't know what Brock's plans are for Mania, or even can guess what Brock's plans are for Mania. I don't Gunther. see... Oh, oh, yeah, Gunther. So... Okay, Lashley's plans, I don't know what they are for Mania. So we know, we, we know Brock is likely to face Gunther. We have no idea what Lashley's going to do, so I guess Brock needs the momentum more. I'm leaning that way. I'm not trying. Fucking, it sucks. Like when somebody who is really good, or let me stop myself. Somebody who's gotten uh, a lot of attention, who is all of a sudden starting to uh, make a rise again, just gets fucking because too much star power. But it's the truth. Um, Hell, make it a triple threat with Gunther. Yeah, 
fuck yeah. Have Gunther interfere. Hell yeah. And then all eh, then that just gives it a fucking easy way for Lashley to be IC champ. No, I don't want that. I want IC Brock. Damn it. That's just me. Um No, I'd be I'd be interested in IC Brock. That's the thing though. Everybody's like, I don't like it. I'm like, trust me, it, it would work. It work. He could lose it on fucking Monday the night after. Who gives a shit? Uh yeah, give me fucking give me Brock to win. Give me the little momentum push, Arena. Hope for the best. Goddamn. All right. Um, I mean, we pretty much went almost the same way for the Rumble, so we'll see how this goes. Yep. Uh, mixed tag: Edge and Beth Phoenix versus the Judgment Day. Um, the only problem I have here is obviously Rhea Ripley also needs the momentum to go into her redemption match against Charlotte Flair. So at the same time, Edge and Beth are looking for revenge and that seems like the most obvious choice to let them win. So like we said last week, Finn can take the pin. Rhea can go on to Mania. Edge and Beth get their revenge. So give me the rated R couple. Okay. You ready for mine? I, 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 it's It's exactly your same answer. It's exact. I'm going obviously with Edge and Beth, but they win from the help of Rey Mysterio. Makes sense. Um, it should lead up to Dom and him and his daddy. We had another public attack between Dom and Rey this past week. <laughs> this fucking guy, like, <laughs> he's like the fucking pain in the ass teenager that has to make a scene everywhere they go. Yeah. Like, Poor Ray can't go anywhere. Can't even have a nice Valentine's Day meal. He's over here trying to hang out with his wife and shit, and he fucking here comes this nerd standing behind this buff ass broad. Like the fuck are you doing, bud? I, I want to know how Dom always knows where it, where they are. GPS. Like okay, he shows up at the home. He's but... got the Life Three Sixty app. You know what I mean? They want to make sure everybody knows where they're at at all times. Nobody get lost now. He's following Ray on Snap Maps. <laughs> I know where you're at, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, all right, double whammy for Mr. and Mrs. Edge, Mr. and Mrs. Rated R, whatever the hell you want to call them. She's not very rated R. She's like, can you stop touching my butt? And he's like, nope. Right. <laughs> but that, then again, like, that's that's just love, baby. That's love right there. Oh, was literally, hey, stop it. Don't fuck me. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I think we said Roman and Sammy's probably going to be the main event. So the other Elimination yeah. Chamber match is for the Raw Women's Title match at WrestleMania 39. So oh, basically, yeah, win, winner faces Bianca. Um, we have Asuka slash Kana mm. versus Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rod- Rodriguez, Rod- Natalia, and Carmella. Uh, Carmella, I'm fucking kidding me. If I ever happens, ever comes out of my mouth in a serious form, put a gun in my mouth. Um, gotta keep the momentum of Asuka, surely, unless Chelsea Green somehow costs her the match. And then after that, the most obvious choice would be Liv Morgan. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm looking at this whole card, or I'm looking at this whole stack of names, and the number one, like if I can rank them, number one is obviously Asuka. My number two, if you could do it Raquel. right, because I think, yeah, she just came back. Like, what a pop. You know what I'm saying? I think that'd be huge uh, to have her go. I mean, she doesn't have to win. Maybe she does. I don't know. 
I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't fucking kill her. It definitely wouldn't kill Bianca. Uh, and my number three is Nikki Cross. Like yeah. we've been clamoring for a Nikki Cross title run for a minute, for a minute, and I think she'd be a great opponent for Bianca going into Mania. But yeah, I, my number one is is is, is got to be Oscar. Fuck goddamn Chelsea Green. I mean, I'm loving everything she's doing. She's the obvious Karen of WWE, and it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, it's got to I, to me, for me, it's got to be Oscar. It's got to be Asuka winning at Mania because I don't think she has won at Mania. Uh, at least not no. for the title. Well, I mean, she lost to Charlotte. Hmm. I don't actually know what Asuka did at Mania after that. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Didn't she walk into SmackDown Women's Champion one year because she beat Becky at the Rumble? That sounds I don't know. believable. Obviously, nothing really stood out. The only thing we remember is her streak ended yes. to fucking Charlotte Flair because, of course. 17, that's why. But yeah, give me Asuka. Mainly because of her momentum, but also I know you don't necessarily have to be face versus heel, but going into a title match at Mania, I kind of figure it usually is face versus heel. And if Bianca's the obvious face, we don't know what the fuck Asuka is. Facts. She's just Oscar. Which is scary enough. Yeah. Right, so far, we are agreeing. Let's get to the main event, though. Roman Reigns defending the undisputed WWE Universal Championship against Sami Zayn. Um, I'll kick it off. Roman retains, but I have absolutely no doubt that Sami's going to wind up somehow facing Roman again at Mania, whether it be a different match on a different night or triple threat, whatever. Um, I don't think Sammy's road to WrestleMania ends here. They'd be fucking stupid to do so. Yes, yes, I can agree. Um, God. I'm climbing around this whole thing since, like, last night. And... So both, both the Usos are clear to go to Canada. That but hasn't they've been, been told, told not to go. Yeah, but they've been told not to. So, fuck, God only knows what really happens. Um, I could a thousand percent, one thousand percent see this leading to a tag match. Exactly how I was saying. Like, Roman could be getting his ass beat all of a sudden. Here comes Solo. Solo starts, you know, interfering, you know, you know distracts Sammy, whatever. Catches, you know, Heyman does the work. So Sammy's getting his ass beat. Kevin makes the save. All of a sudden, here comes Jimmy. The other one's Jay. It's like, oh, what the fuck's going on? Uh, all hell's breaking loose outside. And that sets up for a, a whole thing at Mania. All of a sudden, it's just the distraction will end up costing Sammy. And that could lead to the tag match. You know, tag title match. Oh, well, this and that. Well, we'll just take on his brother. And this and that will win gold. Or, and this is the one I'm, I'm leaning more towards, Solo tries to interfere and costs Roman, but what ends up happening is Paul has to interfere. He fucking pull, he'll pull the ref out of the ring. A new ref will come down, and that's what will pretty much lead to a fuck finish, a gigantic fuck finish. We will get multiple visual wins from Sammy, and it'll literally be we have to now force him into the main event. 
If it's not, even if like Cody is like, you know, I'm, you know, putting a vote, like he starts an argument or whatever, like you have to be in the main. Like he basically was giving him an entire argument on Monday. You know, you deserve this. You have to go finish your story. You have to this, you have to that. And it's like, if the writers, you know what I mean? If what's the fucking dumb shit, if Adam Pierce, whatever, if he can fucking finagle it some way where, oh yeah, Sammy's going to get his comeuppance because of all the bullshit that went down at the, at the, at the pay-per-view, then, you know, yeah, here's your shot at mania, but it's, it's, I'm either way. I think Roman has to win Yeah. either way, but yeah, I'm with you. I think there's a couple of different ways we can go where it ends up a triple threat. And I think there's a, a a good way we could go where it turns out Sammy and Kevin Owens win tag team gold. Yeah, and the run Roman's been on the last few years, there's no way they take the title off him right before Mania. No, I, I and it's not like a I'm not saying it like a negative thing. You know what I mean? It's, and we're not saying it in the negative way either. Like, oh well, they wouldn't do that. It's he's too big. He's too big of a fucking headline to just be like, hey, yoink. I'm sorry, what? People are traveling the world for Roman, damn it. Yeah, it's not like 2001 when Austin was going to Mania and Kurt Angle was champion, and then a month before Mania, they put the title on The Rock, so we had Rock and Austin. Oh, yeah, Megastar, give it to the other Megastar, come on with the Megastar. Yeah, but the, well, we'll be all right. We don't have Megastars. No. Oh, Roman. Oh, we do, but just not for long. <laughs> Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen, and we're about to take it to the max. All right, so before we continue with what's happened this week, let's go back a little further with this week in wrestling history. I see you in the big. Um... There's a lot this week to make up for the only two things we had last week, and it's a very mixed bag of New Japan, TNA, WWE, so kicking off with WCW in February, on February 11th, should I say, 1996, at Super Brawl 6, Ric Flair defeated Macho Man Randy Savage to win his seventh WCW World Championship in a steel cage match. Immediately following this, Hulk Hogan defeated the Giants, that's Paul White, for those of you who don't know, or Captain Insano. Uh, yeah, in the main event, also in a steel cage match. Steel cage. Uh, February 11th, 2019, Jay White compete, completed his unprecedented rise in New Japan when he captured the IWGP Heavyweight Championship from Hiroshi Tanahashi, no less, at New Beginning in Osaka. Using his new submission finisher, the TTO, Tanahashi tapped out. That's right. Like it, like Jay White. So poetic. Man. <laughs> Such the man. Um, we're going to be talking about this guy when we get to AEW in, in a little bit. But um, February 12, 2006, Christian Cage won his oh, no. first world championship as he defeated Jeff Jarrett for the NWA world title at Against All Odds. Cage's win was celebrated by a massive ring invasion as Orlando took over the impact zone. Um, I remember you couldn't even see the ropes because they were literally... All over the ring, all over the apron, just fans awesome. flooded the place. Ah, Christian won. And it was just like, holy shit, Christian I Cage is a main eventer. I remember hearing about this as a uh, as a teenager, and my buddy Devin was the only 
uh, 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 Impact Watcher at the time. And he was like, dude, Christian Cage won. And I'm like, or no, he comes up to me in the middle of uh, class and was like, Captain Charisma won. I'm like, who the fuck is that? (laughs) And he's like, Christian Cage. And who the fuck is that? Christian. A legend Christian? Yeah. Where'd he go? TNA. I don't give a shit. Oh, this fucking he won, dude. I don't care. I remember. I like. I'm, I'm literally like seeing like my whole expression and everything right now. Fucking high school memories flooding. This dude, I remember it vividly. He he used to do like he worked at Vons, my buddy Devin. And I remember one day I went to go pick him up from work, and this guy fucking decides to pull the whole fucking Christian Cage entrance, does the fucking like, and I'm like, I just blared the horn. Get your ass in the car. It was like one of those times where you're embarrassed of being a, a wrestling fan. Oh, I was just embarrassed that he was doing Christian Cage shit. Fuck you doing? 2006, homie. But yeah, um, I mean, I can understand you go from Christian in WWE in like mid 2000s. He was just, you know, Christian from Edge and Christian, the tag exactly. team title guy. That's it. But the way TNA presented him as a single solo megastar was awesome. And this is exactly why I need to go back and watch. Uh, February 12th, 2012. Wow. favorite year. Kazuchika Okada won the IWGP Heavyweight Championship for the first out of five times. He also defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi at New Beginning and went on to hold the title for 125 days. Tana the title pusher, man. Right. <laughs> New Beginning, Tana. Come on, bud. <laughs> I don't want to lose. Too bad. Okay. Um, oh man, February 12th, 2017, Bray Wyatt finally won the WWE Championship, defeating John Cena, AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Dean Ambrose, and The Miz in an Elimination Chamber match. The reign was then totally wasted as he dropped the title to Randy Orton at WrestleMania 49 days later for absolutely no reason. None. That was obviously the match with the weird little holograms in the uh, ring and shit. I was didn't care. Oh, Awful. Fucking worst. Bray, Bray put Randy over twice at WrestleMania, and both matches were stupid. Of all the people that need to get put over at fucking Mania. <laughs> Randy. Fucking really? Like, 13-time champ. Oh, put him over at Mania. What? You fucking high? Um... Naomi also won the SmackDown Women's title for the first time that same night as she defeated Alexa Bliss. Fuck yeah, I pop for that one. And February 13th, 1997. On Thursday Night Raw. I don't know what the hell happened in, in 97, but there we go. Um, a young blue chipper named Rocky Maivia won his first Intercontinental Championship, defeating another young rapscallion named Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Oh, God. I wonder whatever happened to those two. Those fucking guys. I heard they fucking vanished in thin air. Yeah, they had a hell of a rivalry in the mid to late 90s, though, over the IC title. Fuck yeah, they did. Uh, February 13th, 2010, another young whippersnapper named Tyler Black won the Ring of Honor World Championship at the 8th anniversary show. He defeated Asshole Aries and went on to become Seth freaking Rollins. Asshole Aries. And I think Rollins, uh, Rollins, Tyler Black, was only like... I want to say, like, the 12th world champion in Ring of Honor. It sounds right. I was about to say, he was a fucking pup. He was 24 at the time. Well, he was a fucking pup. Jesus. (laughs) 
February 13th, 2011, the Antichrist of professional wrestling, Jeff Hardy, regained the TNA World Championship as he defeated Mr. Anderson Anderson, in oh, a ladder match at Against All Odds. Yeah. Uh, I think we went over, actually, how Anderson beat him for the title a couple of weeks ago. So, obviously, this was Jeff's second reign no. in TNA, Fucking which Jeff. eventually ended with the unfortunate Victory Road incident. That we don't really talk about. What about that? Uh, February 13th, 2017, Bailey won her first championship ah. on the main roster as she defeated Charlotte for the Raw Women's title on Raw in the Las Vegas main event. Don't quite remember the rivalry. Did, you, uh, I was like, why was this the main event? I'm really trying to think now. No, I, I hate Charlotte, to say Charlotte it like probably this. beat her a few times before. I was gonna say I was like I hate to say it like this, but the truth of the matter is, is every time I think of a Bailey feud, I always go right to NXT. Yeah. Sorry. And finally, February fourteenth, nineteen ninety nine. I don't know if there was more history after this. I didn't look because you know this was a big <laughs> one. Um, one of my most rewatched pay per views of the Attitude Era. In fact, I think it was the first pay per view I owned on VHS, along with Stone Cold Hell Yeah video. Oh, that, yeah. was, that was a good one. Um, St. Valentine's Day Massacre was a oh, solid yeah. card from top to bottom featuring Hardcore Holly pinning Al Snow in the Mississippi River to win yep. the Hardcore title, wrapped him up in a chain link fence. Um, <laughs> Val Venus defeated Ken Shamrock for the IC title. If I remember rightly, there was some shenanigans with Ryan Shamrock. Yep. Oh, my Val, God. Val was banging Ken's sister. She was hot, too. I still don't know if she was his real sister. I don't think she was. I don't know, but she was hot regardless. Um, Kane and China defeated yes, Triple H and X Pac, and as a corporation yes, feuded with DX. Fucking um, all this shit. Ah, oh, the finish to this: The Rock and Mankind's oh, WWE man. Last Man W Title Last Man Standing match ended in a draw as they both hit each other with a chair at the same time and knocked fucking, each other the fuck out. Fucking brutality! Brutality! Jesus Christ. I think there was also a spot in that match where Rock went to swing the chair, Mankind ducked, and the chair just bounced off the ropes and bounced off yep. the head. <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. Um, and the main event, the debuting Paul White, eventually known as Big Show, accidentally threw Stone Cold into WrestleMania, literally, as he tossed Austin into the steel cage wall, which then swung open meaning Austin escaped the cage and defeated a bloodied Vince McMahon. Um, that, that great main event, too. Vince took a really great bump off the top of the cage through the announce table, too. Um, and I think it was like five or almost ten minutes, really, where they were going to stop the match. The referees came out and everything, and they were going to announce Austin as the winner. Austin gets on the mic. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Yep, that was And my... I just remember... Yeah. <laughs> that was the 90s, baby. You got Earl Hebner next to Vince on a stretcher, and Austin's yelling at Earl Hebner, is the son of a bitch still breathing? Is this... <laughs> I fucking miss Stone Cold so much sometimes, man. I, I, oh miss, I miss that Vince. Yes, the Vince that wasn't afraid to take bumps, the Vince that was actually willing to get heat as an on-roll character, not just from being, you know, a fucking person. Yeah. And oh, had his God. finger on the pulse. 
Yes, that thing, that's the number one. He understood what we were going for because he was willing to, like, check. Oh, okay, the fans are liking this. The fans are liking that. The fans are liking this. Not, ah, fuck what they say. Bastard. Um, and other than the infamous Kennel from Hell match, which we definitely don't talk yeah, about, don't talk about. Um, this was actually the last time WWE featured the square bars type of steel cage match. Yeah. I miss they, those, though. Brought back the chain link fence. Interesting. They only brought it in for King Kong Bundy because he couldn't climb the chain link fence. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. We, they didn't want Hogan and King Kong Bundy squabbling over who goes through the door to escape the cage. I and swear. King Kong Bundy couldn't climb a chain link fence. So they were like, we're going to put bars in a cage and he can climb up that way. I swear to God. I was like, That's just old cages right there, baby. That's just old cage. And I'm just, like, no, it's because fucking there, there, there was a reason. Not get over. And then now I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah, they would do that in Debsy Deb, because of course these motherfuckers can't climb, climb a damn chain link fence. And I'm like, oh, this, that's hilarious that I know this now. That's hilarious. There was a method to the madness. Oh, fucking shit. This is the pretty badass Kelly Klein telling you to turn it to 11 and take it to the max. All right, now let's have a little fun. Let's see if you can get there before we do. If I do not get this in under two minutes, and I will be picking up this mic, even though it's on a stand, and I will be cutting my first ever 60 second promo against this mystery person at the end of the show. It's time to guess the rest. I wonder who this could possibly be. Who is it? Who the hell is it? Guess the wrestler. He's the wrestler. Better than all the wrestler. Alright. Get two minutes on the clock to guess the identity of this wrestler. Time begins. Now, I'm going to kick it off straight with WCW. Two-time Cruiserweight Champion and one-time Tag Team Champion. In TNA, a two-time tag team champion, also a winner of a Feast or Fire briefcase. Who the fuck was it? Goddamn. Uh, La Parca. No. But, very close. Um, in Hoobie WWE. Dude? No. Not still, still, still close. Uh, in WWE, a four-time Cruiserweight champion, two-time tag team champion, one-time ECW champion. Eddie Guerrero. No. Rey Mysterio. No. <laughs> Oh, man, I so want to say something. Um, uh, in Rinka King, which was the Indian segment of TNA for a brief period, uh, one-time tag team champion with Bulldog Hart, which is Harry uh, David Boy Smith Jr. Not Dean Malenko, is it? No. Uh, in AAA, Lucha Libre World Cup winner in 2016. Ultimo Dragon. No. Um, Lucha Underground. Uh, he was a one-time Gift of the Gods champion. Uh, fucking shit. Oh, my God. Um, Chavo Guerrero? Yes. Let's fucking go. 27 seconds remaining. And sorry, guys, no promo this week. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fucking Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> Dude. That's why I when you said know- Eddie. I was like, that's even closer than the other two, but that would have given it away. Um, oh, fuck, but God also damn, he's got a year. fucking lineage. 
Jesus Christ, Chavo. 2002 Tag Team of the Year with Eddie. Uh, 2009 Worst Feud of the Year with Hornswoggle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved it. What are you talking about? I love that shit. <laughs> also won the Gooker Award in 2009 for his feud with Hornswoggle. That's surprising. <laughs> that was that's surprising. Um, I was pretty much all out of accolades at that by that point too. Um, Damn it! We were going to go very obscure after that with Vendetta Pro Wrestling, one-time heavyweight champ. All you had to do uh, is tell me he played a white guy that golfed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh, Fuck what was yeah. his name? Something white. Hold on. Oh shit. Oh my god. What Where's... the fuck was Chavo's stupid name? For the middle class. Kerwin White. Gimp. Yes. Kerwin fucking White. <laughs> oh, my God. Afraid of you, Daniel Cremens. <laughs> Fear is what I feed on, and you are nothing to be afraid of. Trust us, we've dealt with the likes of many before you. Many, and what do you think? You, of all mortals can do to us. I will see you very soon and trust us when we say this you won't be smiling breathing. <laughs> we make the upside down look very tempting. You will not survive. You think you can, because some reason you think you're better than us. Come and play, little one. I will make sure that I put a part of you with the others. Sleep tight. Because I am coming for you. <laughs> Goodbye, mortals. <laughs> hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. We're here every single Thursday. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, wherever it is you may be joining us, and head to the website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com.
That's right. Get us to our goal of 500 subscribers. It's still to come this week. We got Geek of the Week, Best of the Week, and Shit Marks 8. But don't forget, Promomania 8 is coming your way in just 40 days' time. And it's already stacked from pillar to post. Mike Larkin is back for more promo action to renew his rivalry with Robert Davis as they go one-on-one in a promo exhibition. Can't wait. Speaking of classic rivalries in 2016, Kenny Killer defeated Beer in the final to crown the first ever knowledge champion. This past November, Beer finally won the title from the Phoenix, but was defeated by Kenny Killer in just two minutes. That's right, two minutes later. That's right. That's fucking just bam. It's boo bam, baby. That's the guy's how the gauntlet works. He became the three time champ at that time. Can Beer finally break the curse of Kenny Killer as he challenges for the knowledge championship? They go one on one promo main. And someone, somewhere, will become the new Mr. Iron Bank with an opportunity to cash in at any time within a year for a championship match. Or you can take option C, the Crimmins option, and book yourself in the guaranteed main events of next year's Promomania against an opponent of your choice. We already know Moses and Travis have both declared, so there are two spots remaining. Try come get you some. Speaking of my man, Trav, the first ever Max Wrestling Tag Team Championships will be crowned as the hottest rivalry in Max Wrestling right now. The Modern J Outlaws will batter the Dragon Club. It's Cypher and the Walker versus the Phoenix in the shape for the tag team titles. They coming home. Um, and we just heard during the break from Demon S, it seems she has not missed a step as she prepares to face Daniel Crimmins in the main Ooh. event. Uh, DC recently became the new television champion at Podcast Promo Rumble. That title is now on the line. This match was booked a year ago at last, well, just after last year's Promo Mania. I've got the heebie-jeebies right now, bro, the heebie-jeebies. And after the controversial finish between the Walker and the Phoenix, the world title is now vacant. And I am going to show these guys how it is done. I am officially issuing a open challenge to crown the new Max Wrestling world champion. Come meet me at Promo Mania if you got the huevos. Mm. Very much like Cody said on Raw. I don't want to see you next week on Raw. I want to see what WrestleMania. Right. Business um, will be handled at Promo Mania. And the predictions title will also be on the line for, Pro, for WrestleMania 39. And of course, we decide who is the group MVP. Will Travis's streak finally be broken um all you have to do is post and comment as much as you can 28 days before the event so in like three weeks start flooding the max wrestling group if you want to be the group mvp go ham post everything you see comment everything you see like everything you see it's time to beat trafford and like we said at the rumble it was very very close Last time, DC was this close to beating Travis. Come on, old So it can be done. Chad, where you at? Join us on March 28th and 30th. Go to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com slash promomania8 for more information. Promomania8! Everybody put your hands up! Hands up! Every single time you stand up! Stand up! Let them know they can't ban us! Ban us! Yeah, I bet they can't stand us! Stand up!
this is Velvet Sky. Take it to the max. Um, so AEW, um, I think we said before the show, it was very run of the mill this week. Fuck. Um, I mean, they they set up a match or two for Revolution, but other than that, it was sure. nothing spectacular. Nah, I mean, it, um, it was kind of there. The TSK even said, uh, "Was this a rampage, or was this a dynamite?" Because it 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 was just there, and um, it's not a bag. It's not like oh, every fucking week has to be an ultimate banger, but. Besides building up stuff that, you know, we knew was meant to be built, there was not too much to this. I mean, no. I, I did like uh the the what was it the the tag the the Texas tag match, the Rouge oh. and the um, Pichi Weddle and the fucking and the BCC. But of course it, it, if it, if you go on the internet and follow this one, it's oh fucking Mox has to gig in every match. Mox has to gig in every match. Motherfucker, it's a turn Texas, it's a Texas tornado match. Like the idea is you're basically a hardcore tag match where you know you're just fucking running around all day long. Yeah, they're gonna bleed. So I'm but but still, I understand. I understand. Um one of the lamest raps I've ever heard from the acclaimed. Yeah, Max Max was uh, missing something this week. He was missing some fire this week. It was just, uh, if I say so myself, Um, Sanjay Wrestling. I don't ever need to see it again. Uh, Same thing with Big Tall Dude. I mean, the best thing he did was tag in and tag himself back out. I was like, that's fluid as shit. I mean, keep doing that. Don't ever ever quit doing that. Fuck. Glad Josh Woods is on Dynamite, but... Did you really have to put him against Mark Briscoe? Like, there's nobody's gonna not nobody is gonna hate Mark Briscoe. Nobody. No. Want Josh Woods to get some love. And yeah, no, no disrespect to the ladies, but but I don't know why the women's triple threat was the main event. Oh no, no. It, it was a very normal match, and there was nothing happened at the end of it. So why was it the main event? Because reasons. If if anything, I would have put. Hangman and Kip on earlier mm-hmm. Then main evented with the Texas Tornado match Yeah that would have been way then, better And then set up Mox and Hangman at the end That sounds way better That sounds way better um, I don't know shit. what TK was doing this week But the lineup was all wrong Well not wrong just mixed up There you go just mixed up for sure Just mixed <clears> up uh, I just, Yeah I don't know uh, I I didn't I didn't hate MJF's thing. I, it just kind of felt weird. You know what I mean, it felt weird. Like he paid a guy to be a heel, and he's like, "I'm not going to be a heel. Here's your money back." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah, Chris, um, Christopher Daniels refusing to take MJF's money and bury Danielson. Um, so in in the end, he's the one that paid for it. Right. Got an ass beat. But oh man, MJF during the the, the ad break was oh, better dude. than the whole fucking dude. segment. I got <laughs> mad when they cut it when it was like when it was doing the uh, the split screen and it goes to the commercial. I was like, why'd you cut it? He's going around and he walks up to a fan, bam, flips him up. Walks up to this other fan, oh yeah, hey, bam, drinking your face. And I'm just like, this is fucking great. This is great. Why? Why? Did we, come on, this is entertaining. And I, nope. I, the stream I was watching must have been from um, Bleacher Report or F- Fight App or whatever. Probably Fight. Yeah, they kept going on. 
because I mean, he picked up the mic, dropped an F bomb, and I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, oh wait, they're on a break. That's right. Oh, damn it. God. I knew he was doing cool shit when we weren't watching. Oh, you know what? Do you not know what he actually said? No, because that's <laughs> so, the problem with goddamn TBS. Um, his whole his whole ad break promo was, "Boo me all you want. We're not on TV, so I don't give a fuck." Yes. So then they start booing again, and he says, um, "What's the matter? You don't like my language? Is it because there's kids in the crowd?" Then he drops the the fiery bomb of a final line. <laughs> If we weren't in Texas, you could have aborted them like they should have been. Damn. Damn. Damn, dude. Just MJF giving no fucks during the break. Not a one. Fucking love this guy. But uh, maybe it's a good thing that they cut that from TV because you go from that to the actual segments, and I can see how it was a little underwhelming. Well, yeah. Um, but man. But yeah, Dan- Danielson pays the not Danielson. Daniels pays the price, and Danielson makes there's too many fucking Daniels. There's Daniel Garcia. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah, there's three now. <laughs> Goddamn, there's too many. But I mean, uh, we kicked it off with the eight man tag, um, and it was pretty much yeah. just it was Team Jarrett having a little fun. Um, pretty much. Um, I mean, I was I was surprised Jeff Jarrett was actually there, but I mean, props to him. And but even Satnam was doing the strut on the apron. I've never seen that much personality out of Satnam Singh. Oh yeah, he was fucking having a fucking ball. This guy, and I was like, "You're a dork. I hate you. I hate your fucking everything." Comes out, and what is fuck? You know what, dude? Taz almost got gig of the week for this fucking shit. He's on the he fucking so Satnam's on the apron, and he's just. I think it was Shivani was like, "Dude, what the fuck is he wearing?" And he's like, "What do you mean, dude? He's he's uh he's uh what do you say? He's worker on the top. He's worker on the bottom, and business on top." No, I fucking was like, excuse me? I fuck, ex- what the fuck? Like, I already hate motherfuckers wrestling in a suit. This guy was his half-assed suit as I've ever fucking seen in my life. Why the fuck are you out there in trunks, your kick pads, your boots, but you got a fucking tucked-in work shirt with a fucking tie? Like, what in the dog ass? I was beside myself. Taz, you gonna get it one of these weeks. You gonna watch your fucking mouth. Well, Shivani was great last night. Was, I think it was the MJF segment, actually, when Taz was like, he's the world champion. He speaks for us all. And Tony just yelled out, he doesn't speak for me. He doesn't That's... speak for fat old announcers. Tony doesn't give a shit, man. And it's <laughs> and like and it's awesome. Like, there was a t- like, for those who are, who either, whether you're following Retro or you just remember WCW, there was a time when it was going downhill where Shivani gave not a single fuck in the world. Not a single one. And this is a more fun not giving a fuck. And I yeah. like it. And I like it. He doesn't hate being here. He just he's just like, what the fuck are you saying? It's I don't know. Awesome. I ain't even back. Love Tony Schiavone. He's the fucking man. Um so yeah, yeah, like like we said, Mark Briscoe up against Josh Woods. Briscoe was uh, always gonna be the, the focal point of the match. And again, it's great to see him on Dynamite. Um and Again, he's just having fun, too. Showing up, having a great match. Fuck yeah, dude. It's having time in his life. Let's keep doing it. Fuck yeah. I'm loving it. I, I'm glad that they finally signed him. He's all elite, by the way. For those who are asking when the fuck's going to happen, he's finally all elite. So, about fucking time. Now, let's see where this goes. I'm immediately the guy that's saying, well, what are we doing with the ROH tag titles? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to be that guy. I know it's still a little too early. I get it. I get it. 
but business has to go on. You know what I'm saying? And we have a Ring of Honor pay per view that I'm gonna be at that is gonna happen at the end of next month. So we're yeah. tr- I'm trying to get a tag title match out of this bitch. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I don't. If you want to like re-debut new titles or something to do it you know what i mean make the briscoes the last you know guys to hold bring back where are those new style belts anyway whatever happened to those fucking things do you remember them no you don't re- okay you don't remember the fucking this world this different ass ring of honor title that it was like dalton castle had it and roosh had it and fuck i even oh, think yeah i remember the world title yeah, yeah. what was like, yeah, whatever happened to that beautiful. belt like that thing, well, they didn't, ch- I, I swear to God, they changed the tag. No, that was Impact that changed all their belts. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, they just changed the world title. So, yeah, time to debut some new tag belts, man. Dead ass. The only belt that should look like that is the pure title. That's the only belt that should be looking like that. It is time to modernize the rest of the Ring of Honor titles. Especially if they're going to be getting a weekly show on Honor Club. Yeah, it was Jay Lethal's belt. What what the hell happened to uh, Jay Lethal? Yeah. Jay, Jay Lethal, Jay Lethal's title. I mean, again, it, it looked good. It looked good on everybody. That was a good-looking title. I mean, Jonathan Gresham had it. Like I said, the one that sticks out for me the most is Roosh. Like, it looked mm-hmm. great on Roosh. So funny. Yeah, I mean, I get they want to use the original belt right now, but it just, yeah. it looks cheap. It, yeah, you, I... I really want to make up another word, but you're no, it's it's cheap. You indie. You look indie. Sorry. It's it's what it is. You look indie. Yeah, it's it's very basic. The nothing really stands out other than the logo because it's fucking bright red on a silver bright plate. Mm, ex- yeah, but, and then uh, it's the silver. Silver kills me. Like, why? I mean, in the early two thousands, fuck it. You know what I mean? I, I dig it. Whatever. Fuck it. But, motherfucker, it's 2023. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers got gold in their shoes, partner. You can't put gold on your belt. Come on, now. But I, I get what you're saying about the tag team titles. Um, Either find them a new partner or do something else with them. Because it's just weird when he, they keep introducing them as one half of the tag team champions. Yes. Yes. Change it up. Change it up and give that man a world title run. That too. That's the other thing I want to see at this Ring of Honor show. God damn it. The TSK won't see it. And we also saw the return, finally, of Christian Cage this oh, week. Fuck um, me. Feigning that he was still injured and he, as he jumps Jungle Boy after his win. And that, that also, I mean, Jungle Boy got a win over Brian Cage. How you get your ass beat by a one-handed Christian Cage? How you get your ass beat by a one-handed Christian Cage? That's my question. Number one, how you get beat up by a one-handed Christian Cage? And then he's like, oh, my hand's better. Okay, okay. You couldn't have beat his ass with two hands, you fucking idiot. But then I don't like how they did this. Like, the match between him and Brian Cage was there. Fucking, the last one they had was way better. And that's, I'm not knocking either one of these guys. It's just, maybe it's a no-momentum thing. Uh, I, I don't know. I just it just fucking felt bland. Then you know, Jungle Boy barely wins, which doesn't help his momentum. A roll up does not help his momentum. This is not 1997, or let me stop myself. This isn't 1993. 
This isn't the one, two, three kid against fucking Razor Ramon. Roll-ups don't get pops. They do not build stars. You need definitive wins. Brian Cage is a six-man champ. Let him get a fucking ass beaten. Who cares if he lost twice to, to, to Jungle Boy? I'm a Brian Cage fan. But if it makes sense for guys to lose while you're making a star, then it makes sense. But if you're just going to fuck around, then we're fucking around, and I'm not dealing with fucking around. It, but and then it, it, uh, like the whole other thing that I'm going to I have to emphasize because he emphasized it is the entire time he's doing the strap thing. I want a title shot. I want a title shot. I want a title shot. So why couldn't he go up against like Darby, not uh, not Darby against Orange or against um, or against Joe? You know, that would actually be perfect. Have him go up against Joe on Dynamite next week, you know, rather than have fucking Christian come out now. And they, you can play that their WWE tie together is why he fucking got a hold of him. You know? Oh, hey. Or, or fucking Impact. Oh, we used to work together at Impact. You know? Fucking. So I called a buddy of mine and boom, there's your guy to beat, isn't it? beat your ass. It's, it. Then there's a reason why. You didn't win the TNT championship. There's a reason why you didn't win the All-Atlantic championship. Christian Cage fucked you out of it. Now, he showed up. Bam, let's put it to the main. Let's, let's put it on the fucking pay-per-view. I don't want to see it. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not invested. I don't care. Dumb. Yeah. Um, it, Christian being injured really, really hurt Jungle Boy's momentum. I mean, he was lucky... Um, that he had Luchasaurus for a while to keep that momentum going, but, but that it, feud ended pretty soon. It didn't have to kill his momentum, though. That's what I don't get. It's when you understand that somebody's going to go away, you make up a new story. You make up a new fucking story. If And they did. They went, okay, well, him and Luchasaurus have to break up and go up against each other, right? Right, cool. What are we going to do after this? I don't. If he has momentum, we push him towards a title. Okay, cool. But no, instead they're like, Hey, so, like, Miro, we don't have anything for you. And it's like, so then you have a guy who a lot of people are clamoring for, like, Miro, I love my transition here, It was just sitting at home, you know? And Jungle Boy is, he's literally a, a bad match or two away from being back at home. And it's, it's like, bloated roster. And again, mm -hmm. with the homie, with, I'm going to call him the homie this week. What the homie Raj said... You cannot make stars. You can start a build, but you can never finish it. You can never solidify them. Which is, we need to fucking work on that shit. ASAP. Yeah, and um, Angman, and of course, like we mentioned, gets the win over Creepy Kip, Cre Creepy Kip Sabian. Bro, what the um, fuck is his gimmick? What is his gimmick? Just, can you tell me? He's very unnerving. He's, he's like uh, Dexter Loomis, but he speaks... What uh what did what did Nicola said? Nicola said um he he's Beetlejuice. Yeah. But, but but fucking I guess but from over there I'm like huh I guess but I don't know he looks weird as fuck. I've always hated Kip Sabian. I've always hated Kip Sabian. And and for for now everybody who listened all three hundred and eighty something of y'all who are subscribing thank y'all by the way. Uh, I've hated Kip Sabian since the first AEW pay per view. He went out there and shit the bed with fucking Sammy Guevara when Sammy Guevara was looking hot coming off the indies. Hot. Yeah. And they fucking cracked the bed. And that literally derailed a lot of Sammy momentum, and I've never forgave Kip for it since. Fuck that nerd. Um, go, get, get the box back on the head, please. 
Yeah, fucking ain't right. Go, go, go back over there and do your thing. Stop copying fucking uh, Christopher Daniels' moveset, too. A fucking Arabian moonsault. Seen it like seven times. And every time I see it, I just think of Christopher Daniels. I do. Yeah, me. <laughs> um, but yeah, Hangman gets to win, even though he was attacked earlier on in the night by, um, by Kip and his cronies. Uh, and of course, after the match, we set up Marks and Hangman one more time in a Texas death match at Revolution. I I got to admit, I did smile and pop when Mark said, you got no friends, and then boom, out comes Dark Order. And Evil Uno's like, what the, hold on a minute here. It's exactly what it sounds like, but it's fucking great. I, I love like Hangman, he's like, I told you guys to stay in the back. He's like, bitch, fucking move. That was great. That's that's real friendship right there, boy. Get the fuck out the goddamn way. I don't give a shit what you said. It wasn't until God. Dark Order showed up that Mox accepted the match because they all squared up to BCC and Mox is like, hang man. Oh, yeah. He just fucking talks right around fucking Uno. He's like, who the <laughs> fuck is this nerd? But they got a one-on-one. Um, I I would have much preferred like a six-man. I think it would have been way better if it was a six-man. Get all Dark Order in there. Mm. Um. But whatever. Well, I mean, I'm sure if Mox is it, let me stop myself. Let me stop myself. If TK's smart, you'll make sure that this match is written up in a way where Uno can get enough shit in to look really good, but obviously Mox is the main event. You know, yeah. don't make Uno look like a nerd. Okay. He's better than that. Do don't do it. Cause you're gonna kill momentum for him and Hangman. I swear to God you will. I swear to God. Yeah, well, I mean, Hangman said the same thing you just said. Nobody likes roll-up finish. No, and I mean that was my whole. That was. I'm glad that they 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 played up to that that whole thing. He like, did you really like the, this? How we ended? Like, I rolled you up. The first one ended the, that way. Like, no, we needed a definitive winner. And it's like when they when he said Texas Death, and I'm just like, oh yeah, somebody gonna fuck that. Somebody gonna die. Like, I would I would love hate for that. And I'm saying it like this because I don't know anywhere else you could put it on the card. I'm like, I would love hate for that to be the opener. Just yeah. fucking blood everywhere for three more hours. Everyone's wrestling around blood. Yes, people get ready. Mox is going to bleed again. But then again, this it. one makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> this one makes sense. I mean, it, it always kind of makes sense. He's a hardcore guy. He is. It's, it's just get over it. It's fucking pro wrestling. I just remember in the 80s where guys would fucking bleed every pay-per-view. It wasn't a pay-per-view <laughs> unless somebody bled. Yes, it wasn't a Monday or a Wednesday, but... Especially the guy right over your head at the back there. Oh, yeah, that fucking guy. All the goddamn time. That's why his fucking hair's white. It just would look fantastic red. And like we said, the women's triple threat main evented. Not really sure why, but I, I mean, I guess... I fell I mean, asleep. It, Good for Ruby. She gets a main event win. She hasn't I'm really sorry. been doing much lately, but I, I, yeah, I don't know why this was the main event. It, well, it wasn't like in the middle of the show somewhere. Um, I had a dad moment for this main event. I passed the book at. I'm not gonna. I went back and watched it because you know, I give him respect, but like, fuck, making dinner, doing the whole like the dad move, and I'm like sitting here with the boys, and I'm like, yeah, because it was it. You had nothing for me. Nothing, and then Brent's getting beaten on, and she looks like a nerd, and Tony looks like a nerd, and Ruby looks like a nerd. Your whole fucking roster looks like shit because you can't maintain a build of somebody. Like, fuck, man. 
Like this is I'm starting to 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 see why these fucking e drones are so captivated by oh my fucking e drones so much better. Yeah, this week. This week, Jack. And you got Soraya and Tony doing the whole beautiful people thing. They dragged oh, their fan over and starts. Somebody reminded me that. Somebody was like, you know, that's what the beautiful people used to do, right? I'm like, so they're mixing the beautiful people in the NWO? Yeah. With this fucking L? And I'm like, this is stupid. This is another thing that's stupid. Like, why? And then Ruby Soho, she's the, she's the outsider that's not really an AEW person that's kind of, and she doesn't know. And she don't know if she's going to be on whatever side. It's fucking, this whole thing is weird. Yeah, that, that was the only thing that kind of this match set up was right at the end, Soraya and Tony were like, hey, you're with us. And he was like, well, no, well, she's not with anybody. Right, yeah, she's not with fucking anybody. Like, god oh, damn it. But, I mean, she's a face, so she's going to be with them eventually. Uh, it's fucking ridiculous. It was just it was just a weird show last night. Very weird show. Just very. I mean, I think the highlights really were we got to we got to hear from Wardlow and we got to hear from Adam Cole. They were like the highlights of the show. Adam Cole came off like the world's biggest fucking baby face. I don't know how you go <laughs> from being like a hated motherfucker every week to the and the world loves him. Which is great. I love it. I'm I just happy to be it. back, Renee. I'm just. <laughs> exactly I know what it. my plans are going to be, but I'm not going to tell you right now. But he's like got this big ass grin on his face the whole time. And <laughs> it's like he's going to sell you something. I don't know. I fucking love this Adam Cole. It's fantastic. Um, but I got to start asking the questions. I really do. Because this is this is what concerns me about this sport. It's rough and tough. Um how cleared is he? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I get he's cleared, but so was Soraya, and I think we've seen her in one match. One couple of tag matches. One or two tag matches as well. Okay. So, but she's had some bullshit. So one real match and some bullshit. What? I mean, I know Adam's still working on coming back, but you know what I'm saying? How, how cleared is he? Uh, I, I mean, hell, was it was three, four months ago. They said his career was over. Is it a concussion thing? Is it a neck thing? Is he able to take bumps? Is he not able to take bumps? Is his whole fucking style going to change? What's going to happen? When are we going to see it? Is he going to have a match revolution? If he does against two, what's going to, you know, I'm, I've got a lot of questions with Adam Cole. A lot, a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, and another question is, where the fuck is Jay White going? The oh, most, God. The most okay. obvious report is WWE. So, fuck, dude, and I, and I hate this. I do, because I look, at, I look at Jay White, and I think you would be just fantastic in AEW. But then again, and as I've said on this show and last week and the week prior and every possible other week we've been on doing this, this roster's so bloated, adding anyone hurts them. And I and it's and it, it you immediately take uh like a jab. Like you, your your star ability goes down, not star ability, but your stars you you as a star go down a little bit. And it's the truth. I think the only guy that's made like true like level playing transitions was like Mark Briscoe. You know and I mean, he's about the same as he was, maybe a little bit more over, you know, but 
Jay White, I, I I love it because I think he him and Adam Cole would be fantastic. Him and Kenny would be fantastic, you know. But the E's not the E anymore. It's not the Vince's E anymore. And Jay White could easily be a real player in the E. He could be a main eventer, an upper mid Carter. Working, you know, working guys like, you know, Seth and Sammy and Kevin and, you know, maybe even at some point Roman. I could absolutely see that. And at the same time, I can see him in like Hikaleo and Tongaloa, Tomatunga, all the, all four of them. I could see all four of them go. But again, at the same time, I'm just, it, it's as much as I can see it, AEW literally looks like the place you show up because, well, we've been here before. You know, we've done this before. It's no big deal. We're, you know, here we go to continue on our gimmick. But the E's going to, the E's going to change it. And for the four of them, I'm not so afraid of that change. You know what I mean? Like there's been dudes, there's been dudes that have come in from Japan and you're just like, nope, don't you fucking dare. Like Takeshita, Takeshita would fucking shit the bed in the E. He would shit the bed in the E because he can't talk. He doesn't have good enough English. They don't want to give him a manager. And I'm sure they won't allow him to really truly emphasize his style. And because of that, he won't be able to truly get over to the degree that to the degree that he is now. But I think that he could do that with those other four. I think Tongaloa, Tomatonga could take over the tag division, no problem. I think Hikaleo could be another one of their monsters that they really actually want to use. And I think Jay White could absolutely be that new that he could have that Cody impact how Cody took over WWE for a little bit when he first came in I could absolutely see Jay White have that similar impact and I'm not mad at it I'm not mad at it now you tell me Naito's going to the E and I'm pissed you know what I mean but Jay White and them they make sense you know what I'm saying they make sense but I I still I'm literally saying all that it makes sense but I'm seeing fucking Adam Cole and, and Jay White on top of the fucking rampant dynamite. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, we, we we forget he's been in AEW for a minute. Mm-hmm. He's and done we, his appearances, but for right now, he's going to be wrestling New Japan strong until his contract is fully up, which isn't until mid-March? Something like that? Uh, just in time for Mania, too. Um, well, the, the night after Mania. I was gonna say, yeah, no, that's that's his best possibility right now would be like the night after Mania, He's... which is exactly why I've already kept saying, and I think that was even like a DC booking for a little bit. Is I see Brock? Well, he's saying have Gunther lose it. I'm like, no, and Gunther loses to Brock because that makes sense. Brock is the beater of all you know men. Fucking Brock wins it. Holy shit! This fucking guy from Japan comes in, beats Brock. What do you mean somebody beat Brock? Yeah, bro. I mean, maybe it'll yeah. be help from Hikaleo and all them, but fuck it. Um, Jay White's somebody who is well known enough to get a foot in the door in WWE. Absolutely, but at the same time, not as well known enough for him to just show up and casuals be like, "I know that guy." But no, they can get to know him very quickly. Yes, he 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 could easily, and I'm saying it beautiful because I'm seeing the whole thing. He could very easily be this uh. Decades, if you will, um, AJ Styles. Yeah, his impact that is when how AJ Styles hit 
uh, New Japan and how he took over New Japan and he was the man in New Japan. Now you got that man coming to the E. You know, I think it could work beautifully. And like I said, like you make it the IC Brock move. How did how did uh, how did AJ Styles win his first title? That's right. He showed up on his second match, beat Kazuchika Okada. Have Jay White on his first match show up and beat Brock Lesnar for the IC title. Talk about making a motherfucking star in one move, even with chicanery. Even if like Hikaleo helps beat the shit out of Brock beforehand or whatever, make Brock look like a fucking nerd. That would make Jay White look like a fucking god. It would. I'm just saying. I mean, now maybe this is just a my thing. Maybe it's just, you know, a hardcore, you know, guy from Japan, you know, guy like a Japan kind of shit, maybe thing. I just think if you want a real impact to these casuals, you have somebody go out there and you not only beat Brock, you slightly embarrass him because nobody's done it. And if a guy the stature of Jay White can, we got to get behind him, right? Right. You don't know him yet? Oh, you fucking will. You fucking will, bud. Ah. <sighs> Like like you said, it's not the same WWE, so I don't hate it as much as I would have done like three years ago. Mm-hmm. So it, it's the most obvious point at the at the moment if you believe the dirt sheets, and we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. But I honestly, I don't think there's anywhere JY can turn up where I'll be mad. No, he, he's I done mean, a bit in AEW. He's done a bit in Impact. He hasn't. He's never been to WWE. No, which, again, which is why I don't hate it. He's one of the few that could go there and do really well. And I and I like the idea of him going there and doing well. I like the idea of him in AEW. I'm just glad he's able to make a move after he's been such a big-ass name in Japan. I'm like him with AJ Styles. I'm glad he's getting out of Japan to get to the masses. That's all I care about. He's going to the masses. Yeah, he's achieved enough for people to have conversations like this now to say, shit, where's he going? Mm-hmm. That, that's for sure. That is for sure. All right, then. So um, let's go to some negativity and find out this week's Geek of the Week. Please, fuckers. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum-sucking beer with a lousy proceed. He's a one-man, no-cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Pencil neck geek. Okay, so I've got two this week, and uh, I'm going to go with the easiest one. Uh, we'll get to the, the biggest pain in the ass later on. But the easiest one is I'm going to give it to Hangman Page because I should actually give it to AEW Production for showing Hangman Page watching TV incorrectly three separate times. But for fuck's sake, can y'all watch TV regularly? This is not how you watch a television. This is not how you watch a television. This is how you watch a television. Like, what the fuck? It shit was killing me. He was just like, yeah, that corner looks really good. Yeah, no fucking shit. What the <laughs> shit? But I, I just had to do it because he just looked like a complete fucking idiot. Uh, but other than that, just whatever. So for that, you're a geek of the week. Turn around. Watch it the right way. But the true geek this week and... um. Like Conan has put some his fucking foot in his mouth before, but probably not as bad. It's normally the other people on his fucking show that do like the Disco Inferno, uh. but but this week it is hands down Conan. If I could read this quote, 
from lovely whatculture.com. Well, Takeshita, whatever, he's got heat with me. He's lucky I wasn't in El Paso because when he went up and he did the Eddie Guerrero thing and hit the frog splash, you're not Mexican, dude. I don't care. Stick to your nationality. Conan later went on to apologize-ish by saying, I was joking. What? Bro, you helped bring in the cruiserweight division. You were one of the, and I'll, and I'll gladly say it like that, whether people want to make an argument out of it or not, I will gladly be the one to say it. You helped garner in the cruiserweight division of WCW. When you did that, you worked with guys like Ultimo Guerrero. I mean, uh, no, no, yeah, actually, Ultimo Guerrero. You worked with guys like Juventud. You worked with guys like Psychosis, uh, you know, fucking La Parca. You, you worked with Ray, with Dean. You worked with a lot of guys, and then you started working with guys like, oh, I don't know, the Ultimo Dragon and Chris Benoit and uh, fucking Masahiro Chono. You started working dudes from J- Liger. You started working dudes from Japan. Who were doing similar fucking moves, bud, in the 90s when you were fucking running around as AAA champ with a Dungeon of Doom theme like a fucking jackass. Trying to be a fucking cholo with the fucking eerie theme of the 80s behind you like a fucking idiot. But over here, oh, stick to your nationality the next week. Oh, I was kidding. That Afghan kush hit me too hard. Then fucking stop getting stoned while you're fucking recording, motherfucker. As a fucking as as a as a as a as a user myself, homie, like either it either makes your brain better or it makes it worse. And in your instance, it is worse. So you need to stop. You need to stop. You are officially after this one comment, and the fact that you backtracked it so damn quickly, you are officially on the level of fucking disco, and that is not a level anybody wants to be on. Like. No. You went from a dude I couldn't, I would be like, hey, I could defend Conan. Hey, we're worried about Conan. Hey, this about Conan. Hey, that about Conan. To, huh? He's still around. Huh? People still listen to him. Huh? Exactly. What the fuck? Geek of the goddamn week. Fucking son of a bitch. That that Eddie Guerrero frog splash. Because Eddie was the first one to ever use it. I mean, we love Eddie. And we love Eddie's frog splash, but... Bro, in 97, like, there was so many cats doing a frog splash. Alex Wright, you gonna get mad at the Wonder Kid? Is he gonna get mad at Mark Briscoe for the froggy elbow this week? He was in Laredo. They was in Laredo. You was talking shit about Texas. What you fucking stupid? Fuck. This is dumb. Oh, Conan. <sighs> Killing me. Um, I guess the Family Guy song was wrong. Sometimes all you need is not a bag of weed. Fucking, hey. Well, maybe not in his case. (laughs) On to the Bessler of the Week. Yes. Uh, and I've just mentioned him, actually. I honestly didn't know who to give it to this week because um, no match really stood out as being, like, match of the week or anything. Right. But, like, we were talking about Mark earlier and how much he's just enjoying his time in AEW and putting on a good match and just basically having fun. Um, 
and he you feel his his presence when he walks in, when he walks down that ramp. So I'm gonna give this week's best of the week once again to Mark Briscoe. Fuck yeah. And we look forward to seeing more of him. I'm telling you, give this guy a fucking world. If you're not gonna give him a world title, have him beat Joe for the TV title. Come on now. Mm. Give him something. Now, for stupid shit people say online, this is shit Mike say. Stay the fuck off social media. OMG. Eggplant emoji. WTF. Santa Claus emoji. Thought he was dead, LOL. Peach emoji. Shit Mark's say. Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. Um, except they really haven't this week. He's at um, it again. Before you even ask, he's added added again. White chocolate's not been very oozy. So, who did I just name as the biggest geek of the week? Conan. Why is he siding with Conan? Why are you? Why? why? I don't. I mean, and you want the reason why he's siding with him is because well, he apologized. He said he was joking. Huh? Did that ever help anybody get out of anything that they said stupid? No, no, it didn't. The apology, no. You could redact what you said. You can apologize for what you said, but what you said will always stick. And the fact that you're going to defend it because oh, he apologized. No, that's stupid. That's stupid. This isn't your child we're talking about here. This is not a seven, eight-year-old who made a who may have had an accident, who accidentally hit a kid or defended himself or, you know, broke mom's thing on accident. Whatever, none of them things. He fucking talked regularly. He he basically gave a racist statement and then redacted it. And as a Hispanic male, motherfucker, we are the last people to be fucking racist. Are you kidding me? We the last sons of bitches out here supposed to be fucking racist. We out here, public enemy number one, and we gonna call out some shit. Stick to your nationality? But we give people shit when we say fucking leave your Spanish at home. But we gonna say some dumb ass shit like that. Come on, bruh. And then you gonna have motherfuckers like you defend him. That's why White Chuck is a fucking feature on this bitch. Jesus Christ. You got his own segment. <sighs> That's not a good thing. Not on this part. Not on this part. Um, and on TikTok, um, first up, we have little bitchy crybaby bitches. I love it. Um, this, this isn't one particular tweet. It's a series of tweets all whinging, for want of a better term, about John Moxley bleeding. Yes, he bleeds a lot. We get it. Who gives a fuck? Who, who honestly gives a fuck? You, you may not think blood is necessary, and it's not necessary 100% of the time, but does it really matter that much i mean they're okay with it who cares if mm-hmm. it really does bother you that much that a man keeps bleeding in a choreographed fight which is supposed to be realistic maybe start watching a tv 14 product if your precious little pgis can't handle some color well i mean think let's think about it here for a second let's even even PG movies, every now and again, in a fight scene, will show somebody spitting blood or something with some blood, and it's so so. We're re- I understand it's excess, and I get mm-hmm. that. Yes, it could be a lot, but if you're willing to justify every fight you see in a movie to have blood in it because he got punched in the face, then what are we tripping on? This guy is getting thrown into this, hit with that, 
thrown with this, beaten with that. You think you're not going to bleed? Come on now. Jackass. Um, so yeah, uh, you, you all can get in the bin. And next up, I'm not changing his name because this tweet was just fucking stupid. Dram617 says, I hope FTR fall on their necks. That fully immersive draws experience. No. Just no. Get in the bin. I don't particularly want to see FTR back in the E, but like we've been saying, they'll be treated better by Triple H than they were by Vince, and AEW aren't using them at all right now. So, um, But to wish paralysis on a wrestler just because of where they might potentially sign is fucking disgusting. That's putting it lightly, dude. I don't, I don't get, I don't get it. I don't understand why people feel this is this is another one of these these things where I'm sure like an hour later he's redacting. Oh, it was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. Why? 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 Like draws. You have to understand where draws came from. Okay, let's let's go back to that nonsense. So draws is a former NFL fucking player. Okay, he went from playing professional football to trying to be a pro wrestler in the heat of pro wrestling. Where fucking Vince had him doing a dumbass gimmick, and the kid was completely and totally untrained. They got him decent training. Then an accident happened where he got paralyzed in the ring because it's not ballet. And yeah, shit happens. But again, to wish fucking bodily harm on somebody because, oh, they might go back to the E, that's dumb. That's just fucking good old fashioned fucked up, dude. Like, stop watching this product. Like, d- like don't, don't, you know, don't get, don't watch to this or don't watch to that. Just stop watching. If you feel it necessary to take it that personal to want to injure, to, to wish harm on somebody to this degree, mind you, all because they're leaving a company you like a little bit better, stop watching this product. Dead ass. Like, go back to playing video games. Read a book. That's what you motherfucking should do. You should go read a book. And not something stupid, either. Fucking goddamn. Read a medical journal. Like... I know our gimmick is say get in the bin, but like we got an infirmary. You know what I'm saying we got like a fucking something to just torch some motherfucker because that's where you belong, homie, in the depths of hell. Shit. I I just don't get people who wish ill health to wrestlers. If that's the case, start watching wrestling. I mean, I, I would have been like, if FGR goes to the E, I hope they wear the big ass clocks. Okay, whatever. That's funny. That's fucking funny. I would have just been like, you're a nerd for saying that shit, but like. You want them to get hurt like that? No, no, nah, bro. These are still people at the end of the day. They ain't, they're not toys, bro. We're not watching. We're not watching homeboy on YouTube play with toys. This isn't that's not what this is. Yeah, it's not Sid from Toy Story. There you go. Hey, but they are marks and that's the shit they say. So no 60 second promo this week. You got off lucky. Yeah, um, maybe we'll get one next week. But thank you for spending Hell your yeah. Thursday with us. Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you this week on the A to B of Retro Rewind. Retro Rewind. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Retro Rewind is coming at you hot, heavy in the heels. All that fun stuff. Um, kicking it with the TSK. None of this stuff is on hiatus. For anybody who's asking, I got a couple messages. What happened? Like everything was popping up. You want to know what happened? Editing is hard. That's the fucking God's honest truth. Editing is hard. 
Um, episode 61 of Retro Rewind is still yet to drop. It should drop by Friday. Um, computer problems, not computer problems, computer upgrades went down, didn't realize I didn't have the right part. So because of that, now everything's back together and running, obviously. So um, I sh should have it up by Friday. And then Monday, we're hoping for 62 to drop. So it'll be a, a, a Raw and Nitro review. And then we'll follow it up with the 1996 Survivor Series pay-per-view. Fair warning to that one and the one following that. Uh, we do have a lot of internet issues, so there's going to be a lot of layout cuts and changes and this and that. So it might look a little funky, but don't you trip, tater chip. We're going to do the best we can to get them out to you. That's exactly why it also has taken uh, long for the editing process. Uh, as far as kicking in with the TSK, no super hot topics right now. Um, that's pretty much what the TSK is doing is covering all the crazy stuff in depth that Max Wrestling does not because we only, only have a certain amount of time. Uh, and a lot of shit to cover And a lot of shit to cover So yeah uh, it, As far as I know right now There's there's nothing coming We might I know we did the Booking Wrestlemania So that's out You can always go check that one And I do know that we are considering No, not considering uh, We are going to do a live review Of the Ring of Honor final Was it Final Battle? I believe it Or Death Before Yeah, Supercard Supercard of Honor, that's right. We're going to do a live review of Supercard of Honor as all of the TSK will be in attendance. Well, not all, but a good chunk of the TSK will be in attendance. So uh, look for that one as well. Lots of stuff coming. Lots of stuff. Yeah. Many weekends are going to be busy. So speaking of busy, this is a good way to keep track of us as we're so goddamn busy. Here are the socials. You can follow us on the evil Twitter machine at Max Wrestling UK, at the Captain 512 and at SMR Podnet. And of course, check out the website maxwrestling.weebly or maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. And do not forget to hit that subscribe button and the follow button on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, social medias all around the world, especially YouTube. We're trying to get to a thousand, but first we got to get to 500. And y'all got to help us with that. Yeah, but the views are doing good. So thank you very much and keep it coming. Right. Um, and one last thing before we go. Nikki Bella, please stop talking. Please don't. Just go away. If you go think away. the internet hates you, it's just going to hate you more. <laughs> we hate and you more. <laughs> with that said, join us next week. Same bat time, same bat channel as we get closer to Revolution. Let's go. Uh, so not next week, the week after will be Revolution Predictions. We will see you next week to see all the drama unfold from Elimination Chamber, where hopefully we'll have a clearer picture of the road to WrestleMania. Oh. Oof. But you've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. WrestleMania, El Jefe wins the big one. Unless somebody wants to step up. Anybody? <laughs>